Yo, 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 it's the MOE, yeah, that show, Dope Hangouts, episode two. We've got in the building an incredible friend of mine, and um, his name is Dan Hugo, CEO of Fair Tent YP, Food Truck YP, Food Tent YP, and this man is on a mission to get you to your favorite food vendors and get you stuffed because I know you hungry. And this is an episode about food. Welcome to Dope Hangouts where no one got us like us. First off, I want to say that this episode is sponsored by Oasis Cannabis, man. Um, we are in the Oasis Cannabis Community Center right now. They have graciously let us. Uh, rent out the spot and um, let MOE do our thing here. So make sure you go check out Oasis Cannabis and definitely get a bunch of great flour, great edibles, great concentrate. It's A1 over there, man. You're not going to find anything really better in the Las Vegas area, man. So shout out to Oasis Cannabis and the beautiful community center where everyone does their art. It was just recently first Friday and we have some great art behind us, great art behind Dan. That's very mesmerizing right there. And, and, and check this out, this art piece right here, if we checked correctly, Dan, tell me if I'm wrong. This art piece behind us is five grand, 5K, it's four zeros. $5,000. Would you buy it? I don't think I would. <laughs> you wouldn't buy it? I'm there's a certain amount of extra money you need to buy a $5,000 piece of art. And uh, I have other things to buy. <laughs> you have other so, things to buy. But, uh, so that's my, that's, those are my first words, is turning down art. That's, thanks. <laughs> thanks for getting into that. Yeah, no, why, why would I spend 5K when I can go? Anyway, we ain't gonna get into it. Shout out to the amazing artists who made that. <laughs> but 5,000, man, good luck to you. Hope you find your buyer, man, because that's uh, pretty nice. So let's get right into Food Truck YP, Fair Tent YP, and Food Tent YP. Tell me, t tell us, tell us about the, uh, uh, how Food Truck YP originated for you and what, what, what does a YP stand for? Okay, so there are, there's a couple questions. Yeah. <laughs> so the, first of all, the YP, uh, not on purpose, but it's coincidentally aligned with a certain yellow printed page uh, directory <laughs> oh, of old. Okay. However, the, the initials YP are unencumbered in, in most of the world. I think in the UK there, there might be a trademark there. But uh, the use of YP certainly plants in your mind that might be a directory, but it's, <clears throat> it's literally the connection, uh, the letter Y, so the connection of, the, of an organizer, a host, and a customer, so the per person that would walk up to a food truck as a customer, and then the vendors go in the middle. So this whole thing started many years ago, about 2011. Uh, <clears throat> I was I was creating an application for mobile uh, mobile application for bartenders. So bartenders have a similar problem as mobile vendors. They're, well, they, what was that one called? That was called Regular DB, which <laughs> does not sound it's an Internet Movie Database inspired. So IMDb. Oh shit! So, so right. So. so uh, <laughs> So the idea was, oh, if I want to figure out where my favorite bartender works, or anyone, any any uh, service industry, right? So if you're a uh, uh, nails, hair, whatever, whatever the case is, uh, uh, I had I talked to an in and out manager one time, and oh yeah, people call to see who's cooking. Okay, so essentially enabled you to connect with your customers, your your clients when you were moving around, and that's where I kind of had the first idea about uh, I call it moving commerce, moving customers. So. In that case, moving commerce, moving customers. 
Right. So you you may be doing conducting business here, or you may do it somewhere else tomorrow. Or you, so you're kind of roaming around, and then I may want your services here, or I may be over there. So if we're all moving around, at some point, yeah, we're in the same place. But it's aligning those things. So that was my first take on this. And then uh, I went to a food truck event. I said, this is this is very interesting. They're very entrepreneurial, and so. The next step, because bartenders, it turns out, people find bartenders. That, that, they're like, yeah, my customers find me. So everybody liked the idea, but it was a little tricky because they are employees of a bar or a restaurant or a hair salon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever the arrangement is for these people that I hoped would be my customers, mm-hmm. the, the draw wasn't quite there to get over the hump. But food trucks, anyone who's invested that kind of money in their own business, they are the owner. Usually the owner is there on the truck, they're cooking or they're serving or they're talking to you. Those people are very intimately interested in engaging people that have not yet found them. So the connection was a lot tighter there. So that it's, this all started with food truck, food truck YP was, hey, I can make it easier for people to find you. Yeah, because the, the, the food trucks obviously mobile, they're mobile, they're, they're going different places. And people who are used to their food truck, say off of like Sahara Avenue, it might not be there every right. every every other day. Or they went on that one Friday, they go back next Friday. Oh, they're not, they're not there. So right. they need to find out that those food trucks will come only on every other Friday, not every Friday, every right. other Friday. So so just because it wasn't their last Friday doesn't mean I won't be back. Right. And they're potentially losing clients because they haven't they, they don't have that information. Exactly. And that's where you come in. Right. And and it's just like your your show. If you were to publish the show every week on Tuesday. If you skip That's Tuesday, the plan. Wednesdays. Whatever, Wednesday. Every sure. week, Wednesday. Dope Hangouts, Volume 2. Catch us. Subscribe right now. Stop playing. If you're watching this, subscribe. Hit the comment. Hit like for Dan Hugo. Hit like down food. below. And, 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 and we're going to be posting um, Dan's food pics in this interview. So I, t- I take quite a bit of pics. Yeah. So, so the take-home was uh, the casual customer. Remember the old TV guide back in the day when the yeah was? people people don't necessarily do always remember in their minds even though the food truck owner or you know Wednesday or I'm here on Thursdays or I'm down on Sahara I'm, your customers don't they have other things to do so making it easy for them to find you was one of the goals now along the way I realized that there's a lot more going on it's just like when you open a restaurant walking in the door and ordering food is part of the customer experience the restaurant owner has a lot more going on. So the more I got to talk to food truck owners, the more I realized, wow, there's a lot of a lot of concerns, uh, permitting in various cities, uh, health inspections in various counties. If you're in this county, you get one one health inspection. If you're in the Bay Area where I was, five counties. So you're inspected five times more than a restaurant is. Right? So so it got interesting to see how this the, the process worked and the, the community of food truck owners and how they cooperate and compete at the same time. So there was all this stuff going on. It was very interesting. So then I started to uh, discuss a owner's association. And they said, yeah, you can help. So I became the director of an owner's association for mobile food vendors. Very nice. Then I learned all kinds of stuff. Uh, so this platform that I was developing then turned into a, well, wouldn't it be better if you could use it to schedule, not just find, and that way, one of the one of the most common questions I was getting and everybody gets is how do I book a food truck? Mm-hmm. Right? We could have a food truck here outside when we're when we're making the show right now. We could have a food truck waiting for us out there if the business conditions were right, if there were enough customers, or if we prepaid, or if there's all these possibilities. Yeah. So I said it'd be cool if 
you offload some of that responsibility because that's how they make their money. You, finding a food truck is half of the problem. The other half is they got to be able to operate somewhere. I don't even know where food trucks are every single weekend, right. except uh, recently we did, they just had Foodie Fest and, and you attended Foodie Fest. So, so, so how, how, how did Foodie Fest arrange themselves with the food? Like, how do you want to incorporate yourself with a Foodie Fest or compete with them with, with getting food trucks all in one spot and, right. and finding them? So not not likely to compete. So it'd be more of a platform. So well, it's a great American it, food it, fest. It is, yeah. Great American, great American foodie fest. GA foodie fest in most social media. Um, the that he would be the organizer, the, the person that runs that. He's the organizer of the event, possibly the host, depending he would reach on. Reach out to you. He would say, "Hey, I'm having this event now. In my business model, my customer is the vendor, my mobile vendor." And we, uh, to jump ahead a little bit, I basically said, wait a minute, food trucks, then there's food tents and food carts and food tra uh, trailers. And so I kind of break it down to whether you're selling food because there's also fashion trucks and there's uh, a tattoo booth that you can find at a, at a First Friday, right? And get a tattoo, you can get, a, get people drawn. Your... <laughs> those, are, those are a little bit more dodgy because they got to get inspected. But yeah. the fact is, there's all kinds of different commerce, <laughs> different vendors, clean different your, things. Clean, needles. clean those needles. So when you, when, you, when you go a little bit more generic, you get these different types of vendors, but they all have the same similar problems, which is like say, hey, we want to have a festival. We want to have a, a farmer's market, mm -hmm. uh, First Friday, uh, art fair, whatever. We'd love to have, or a night market, that's another common one. Uh, so an Asian night market, you got a mixture of, of, uh, of uh, product vendors and food, uh, food preparation going on in these tents, or mostly tents. So in America, we add food trucks, so usually they'll be around the outside of a, of a center core of tents. Anyway, so if you're booking these, how do you find all the food tents and food trucks? So the idea for my platform is the vendors pay me $10 a month flat. And then when you're putting together an event or when Foodie Fest is putting this together, they say, okay, here's our event. We estimate the crowd to be, you know, 10,000 people, whatever. Uh, here are the terms, fees. Uh, don't bring this, bring that, right? So don't bring tables and chairs. We will provide those. You should bring uh, signage so you can have a fun, you know, the, the, all those particulars. And then, then you have a sort of a marketplace where the vendors can say, oh, I want to go that and establish who's going to be attending and then take care of some social media promotion automatically and then um, provide all that information to the website for the event. So, for example, the Great American Foodie Fest website doesn't list all their vendors. So in this case, they would have ready access to all logos and contact information. All that. So it's basically a service that's completely vendor centric for business development, customer engagement market analysis. Uh, there's some other behind the scenes stuff that goes on after an event so they can determine which events are the best for you. Uh, there are certain parts of certain neighborhoods that better, uh, a better market for particular types of cuisine, say. Mm -hmm. So in some areas, certain ethnic types uh, mm -hmm. uh, of cuisine will do better. And Thai food. Right. Uh, or uh, you got some Chinese food in, in Chinatown. You got Chinese or maybe not. Show. Maybe maybe something not Chinese in Chinatown would be oh, interesting, okay. right? Sure so that, But that's the thing you have to measure over time is that because what you end up with is a food vendor will go to a spot and they'll sit there and they lose money 
but they don't know where to go. There's no, there's no information right now that says, well, your market might, might be over here, might be over there. So I literally was at a, I'm, I'm taking over the conversation here, sorry, but. No worries, man, it's all you. I was at an event on, uh, to, to, well, uh, yesterday from, from the day, we're, uh, on a Friday night. Yeah, Every, I'm sorry, Saturday night. Every Saturday, and the attendance of the event has been steadily declining. Why is that? That is a good question. So if you're using the standard just post on Facebook and, and have the food vendors also share their stuff on Facebook, you're basically relying on Facebook for 100% of your marketing. Yeah. In my experience, never a good idea. It's, it's one channel of many, right? So as I tell, I tell the vendors when I was the owner's association director, if you have 10 free ways to reach your customers, use all 10. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Yelp, all those things to, to engage, but also, uh, and part, so part of what I'm offering is <clears throat> once you're scheduled, some people don't use Facebook, but they do use a calendar. Google Calendar, or I guess Microsoft has a calendar. So there's, so what if I wanted to get a calendar of all the food trucks that will be at my office? Some some offices, and hopefully more, will have a food truck every week come by or every day, or uh, or food truck events such as First Friday or this Foodie Fest. So I might want to have a calendar. I might want to have an RSS feed. I might want to have a an email that I receive, a newsletter type thing. I might want to look at the free paper i'm sure every community has a free paper oh, that comes yeah. out so there may be well so everything i'm publishing on my website is available under a creative commons non i'm sorry a creative commons attribution commercial or non-commercial so creative commons attribution says take what's on the website and publish it in your magazine in your free paper on your website get it out there because my customers are the are the vendors food trucks food carts and, and so on so they pay me if they succeed, I succeed. That's the business model. So I want to take their schedule and their availability for future bookings and their menu and all kinds of other things you might want to know. Menus for food or an inventory if you're selling t-shirts or artwork and get that out there. So the more people can get easy access to this to republish it in your free papers and in your, in your community newsletters, the better. So that's the idea is to make it extremely easy to, just like the like button that you see on things off of Facebook, the idea is to say, oh, I can I can blog about a food truck and I can publish their schedule and there's no copyright to deal with, there's no issues, it's uh, uh, the license, the Creative Commons license allows me to do that and I encourage it. So please repost this all you want yeah. because you are encouraging people to patronize my customers yeah. and you as their customers can help them. That, that's, that's, and that's the same thing with, uh, with one of the models, man, that we have is uh, numbers come from unity. No one's got us like us, like, we, like, like I always say. And, and I think that that's an amazing uh, point that you made. A lot of food truck vendors or anyone in general who, want, who has something, that a product they want to market, they focus Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, that's it. There's a lot more outlets that go into that. Of course, people sharing is a big help, but a lot more outlets are out there that you don't know of. And, 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 and definitely that could be potentially the one for your biggest client base is, is the one right under your nose that you're not right that you're not uh, 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 overestimating because people people like to focus on Facebook Instagram Twitter because it's such a big social platform but who else you and a billion other people are trying to promote right. something on Facebook and Instagram and it's just oversaturated too much oversaturation so food truck man food truck YP 
is the place to go to because they're they're they're, they're your tools, like you say, tools for mobile vendors and events, man. You want to find your favorite, right. uh, uh, you want to find your favorite taco truck, man. I love me some street tacos, but I can't find that same truck <laughs> on the weekend. Right. I know where he's gonna be at and exactly what event or at the event or what location he'll be at on certain days. Right, and then part of the part of the fun is when you find a food truck you like. And it doesn't have to be a food truck again because I did broaden the scope out. So say you're at a, at a farmer's market and you find a, a bath bomb place. that uh, there's That's one example in my mind right now. Or now the, the uh, first Friday events here in Vegas, they're starting to have a cannabis sections and speaking of Oasis Cannabis. So you may find a vendor that you like. Well... They're only, they're only going to be there on the first Friday, as far as you know. However, yeah. these are all ongoing businesses. So yeah. that you might they, say to yourself, well, wait, where is that going to be? they make money every week. Every, right. Every, uh, and I, I literally talked to vendors uh, just this past Friday, and I said, are you, how do you get booked at other events? And the, the bottom line is always, well, you know, you got to know somebody. So the idea is whether you're a food truck or you're a, a bath bomb tent at a farmer's market or you're selling original artwork or you're selling paraphernalia for cannabis or mm. whatever – uh, the fact is, if you are a mobile vendor, it helps to it helps you to be able to say no, right? Because you're so busy. Right now, that's not the case. So the idea is for the ten dollars a month, and I'll get to why I'm stressing that in a moment. Ten dollars a month. I don't want to get your commission. I don't want to take your sales. This is about offering high value to a broad base. Because your motto is your favorite spot is always right where you left it. Exactly. So I want to be able to find my favorite spot. These vendors need, need to read up on that because, yeah, people who love that. I, I'm, I'm on Instagram right now um, looking at some of these food trucks. And these are amazing food trucks, by the way. These guys color their food trucks, uh, make it, make put their logo on the side. For instance, uh, where are we at? I just saw it. Strip Cheese. Strip, Strip Cheese is an extremely well-known food truck in the Las Vegas area. Susie's the owner. She's on the truck every day. Uh, she and I have a little, like, uh, we'll kind of like banter a little bit, uh, make fun of her and stuff. Um, she's great. Uh, and how can you go wrong with grilled cheese? So uh, it's good stuff. So she's kind of a kind of an anchor. I don't like grilled cheese, she's, but she's solid. Solid. I like grilled well, cheese. Well, that's the <laughs> so that's strip cheese is a bomb grilled cheese joint, or they have is. like a nacho cheese, a bunch of a bunch of everything. I uh, they they do they will go off menu. Like I've they made me a a calabrese salad one time because I didn't want to have the bread. <laughs> But they, uh, sh- it's mostly keto. grilled cheese. But you said you can have bread because keto. Right. I didn't. I was like, I'm just trying to cut down on the bread. And they're like, yeah, okay, we'll just make you a salad. So yeah. she's there. She's been around. She knows. She knows how, what's up. So <laughs> she'll she will make something good. Yeah. Uh, For those who don't know, I met Dan at a gym, and he was telling me that he's on a keto diet. So <laughs> it's funny that he goes to food truck events about every damn weekend, and uh, <laughs> some of them have to go off menu and, and yeah, yeah, cool like that. They're mostly, yeah, they're, well, some food truck owners, some food truck owners are also doing it, so they're giving it a try, and which will lead to more keto-friendly choices, so you just leave the rice out and whatnot. Now, so, (laughs) but that's actually interesting, is uh, tying that into this platform building will be, uh, soon after launch will be, what kind of menu items are there, and specifically, how many menu items are keto-friendly, vegetarian, vegan, if you have food allergies, because really those things are not... There, there's no mechanism in place to to help someone who has special food needs, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it may be an allergy, it may be a time of the year, a holiday, it may be a preference, right? Mm-hmm. Like I really don't like bananas, okay? So 
I may want to find food that doesn't have bananas in it. So there's uh, the food truck industry, the community, the marketplace, and this is worldwide. They really, they're, everything's always like kind of one off, like I'll just do it, do it the best I can, whatever. Yeah. So there's really no infrastructure in place to make menus available. True they that. change. And so if I'm a, if I don't want to have a particular type of ingredient, then it's hard for me to find that information. Do food trucks do that? I, I, uh, I met this one lady who said her and her husband own a small restaurant, but the menu changes all the time. Like they're, they're, they're the cooks. The menu changes all the time. Do sure. trucks have menus that change? They often will change in one of two or more ways, but at least two ways. One will be they'll just have different items. So they'll either have a Friday special or they'll have a particular item that's more popular. So if they know there's going to be more kids at a, at a child-oriented mm. event, they'll bring more fun foods, uh, more finger foods. Good. Uh, you know, if you're a barbecue truck, having a big rack of ribs on a, at a kids' event may not be your best seller, right? Yeah. So, and you always have to remember a food truck or any any mobile vendor. They're kind of a they're a, they're mobile, right? They can't carry uh, an entire kitchen cabinet for or a pantry. Uh, like a restaurant can have a, a huge array of ingredients. So you have to sort of plan your your menus and your ingredients out. But the other thing is, uh, if you are at an event, for example, the Foodie Fest we just mentioned earlier, yeah. those events will charge a fee that you then have to roll into your prices, right? Because okay. otherwise you, it costs you money to be there. So your menu might have to adjust prices up a little bit, which means some of the items that you might want to sell will then be a little bit too expensive for what they are, right? Yeah. So if it's like, well, it's a five dollar item, but I got to charge seven dollars or eight dollars. Well, yeah, suddenly to make that's my money back. well. So that's not as interesting, you know. So so it's it's a it's a game of trying to make sure that because hey, you're in business, right? Yeah. It's really no matter nice. what you think of food trucks, they are still a business. So like, oh, their prices are too high. Well, they're trying to stay in business. So yeah. it depends on a lot of other things that are going on about pricing and fees and whatnot. Yeah, and, and just like you, so so food trucks, man, you guys should really link up with Dan Hugo here, food truck YP. It's only. Ten dollars a month for a, a, a subscription basically. for the vendors. Right. For, right. for the vendors, everybody else is free. Everyone else is free. A goddamn free food <laughs> truck app, right? Food well, truck finding app. So the yeah, the idea is that yeah. if you if I want to book an event, yeah. why should I pay? Yeah. So the people making the money, the vendors, are the ones that are my customers. Yeah. So I tailor my services to what they need. Okay. So hopefully they win. And then if you're a fan of food trucks and you want to sign up and, and get uh, newsletters about where they're yeah, that, that, free, definitely free. newsletters. And, and okay, tell us about recently, um, I, I had signed up to your beta, but you said you're creating a new one. T tell us about your next beta sign up and, 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 and you know, what you have in mind for signing up. Uh, right. What will you give the uh, vendors and the uh, customers who want to go to the food trucks? So, well, okay. Next so the yeah. vendors. A lot of questions in one. I did, I did, I had a beta attempt at beta right so it was like hey sign up and when we launch our beta we, uh, you'll get the first dibs and all that and it turns out uh, and we actually talked about this so you cannot just simply post that sort of thing on social media and it's the same lesson that food truck people learn you can't just post it and they'll come so I really didn't get a great response on the sign up for a beta idea I'm doing that air quotes here so I said okay well let me think about how to better do this and it really it settles right back down to if you go and talk to your customer, then they understand what's what's going on. If you post on social media, you're not engaging your customer. You are shouting at them right? uh, in, a, in a loud, crowded room. In a crowded room that's more talking about uh, Brett Kavanaugh and, and uh, North Korea and all kinds of political and, and geopolitical and economic. Yeah. So there's all this drama is unfolding in these various social media platforms. And 
but still to this day, you know, handshake and uh, eye contact are the best way to go. So as I have talked more and more to the owners here in Vegas, and then I'm traveling to Phoenix, and when I was the director of the Owners Association in the Bay Area, I've got those connections. So when I call them and we have a chat, and uh, in, I think it was, I think it was an actual phone call, believe it or not. Uh, in one case. Um, when you reconnect or you connect with people, then I think that's a better way to introduce a new idea because what I'm attempting to do here is pretty new. The the app stores of your favorite phone, iPhone or Android device, they have uh, find your favorite food truck, they have uh, food truck finder, they have curb finder, they, you know, there's all these a myriad of choices. Uh, I read somewhere there's like 150 of them. Mm. And they all do kind of the same thing and they are all not as useful as you would think. Why? Do you have any food truck finder apps on your phone? No, I don't. But you just said no. you want to find food trucks. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there are three or four extra hurdles to go through for your customer to say, oh, okay, now I got to go figure out where to find the app. I got to install it. Then I got to go and check where it is. Oh, I got to sign up for another thing. So all of the tools I'm I'm mentioning here, if you wanted to visit the, these are all web-based tools. If you wanted to visit the website, find out what food trucks are nearby a certain location at a certain time in the future, even free. Do I have to sign up? No. Can I share this? Yes. So there's no requirement that you, as a fan of a food truck, as their customer, or, or of a tent or booth or anything, you shouldn't have to give me your information to patronize them. I'm getting paid by them. I'm representing them in a way. So it doesn't, it doesn't benefit me in any way to take from you and, in fact, to put up a barrier between you and them. So they pay me. They pay me a little bit of money, and you... Get to right. find your favorite food truck and get your food. Right. Food Truck YP, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure to check them out. Now we're going to dive quickly into the mind of Dan Hugo, all right? We're going to switch We're gonna switch gears the, a little bit, man. I, I'm definitely sure we, 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 we spat so much knowledge down your guys' throat. Definitely just check out Food Truck YP on Instagram and check out the website, and you will get all your information there. My man Dan is, is in the process, and he, and he definitely is looking for minds. Are you looking for minds to... To assist and definitely give you feedback. Oh, absolutely. Well, well yeah. I mean, it's a, I'm the engineer. I'm the guy making this. So yeah. as I get feedback, it'll be rolled right in. I'm not paying a team. And this is why it's ten dollars a month. Yeah. The idea is to to cast a wide net worldwide mm-hmm. and offer the service at ten dollars a month instead of thirty, yeah. fifty, and get them as much business as possible. But I want to offer that value as broadly as possible, and then I can do fine at ten dollars, maybe even less. I don't even know. And some of these $10. food trucks are already getting the free promotion because Dan will post their food right. in the high def quality, make you hungry as hell, and he'll tag the food trucks that he got them from. So yeah. if you go check them out, the food trucks are already getting free promo. Rock with Dan, and then um, 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 uh, the people who go to the, these events, you're already <laughs> getting cool pictures of food and see how right. delicious it is, and getting a, a taste. A, little peek at their menu. A visual taste. Yeah, a visual taste. <laughs> so let's jump into the next segment. We're going to play a little trivia with you, all right? We're going to jump into lightning round. This game is called Either Or. I'll give you two topics, two subjects, and you choose what preference Dan Hugo would rather have, all right? Does Dan Hugo like his food hot or cold? Hot. <laughs> hot, of course. Well, it's cold desserts you can eat. So... Does Dan Hugo Sushi. enjoy, after a meal or with a meal, coffee or tea? Coffee. All right, look at that. All right, does Dan Hugo enjoy books or tablet when reading? I do have a tablet, but I, I used to like books. I prefer a tablet now. 
for a tablet now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no more paper print cutting, uh, finger cuts. All tool. Paper yeah. cuts. Just the weight. Yeah, man. Man, everything's right there. Move I feel a, you, I feel you. Move a milk crate full of books and <laughs> a tablet in the winds. Dan Hugo, iPhone or Android? Android. All right, Android gang. Would you prefer a phone call or a text in general? Text. Text in general. Text in general. <laughs> yeah, this guy could text, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat for Dan Hugo? Lately, it's been Instagram. Instagram. I don't even know why I asked that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you rather have an apartment and a nice car or a nice house and a mediocre car, a beat-up Honda? I... You had the choice. I think... I have an apartment now, and that's totally fine, but I also don't have a car, which is also fine, so that's a tough one, but I guess if I, in those two, I would go with the house and the beat-up car. House and the beat-up car, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you got your priorities straight. Dan Hugo, is he religious or atheist? I am atheist. <laughs> For real? You're atheist? Yeah. I was baptized Alien Catholic, in? but I have, uh, huh. I, too much Christopher Hitchens. It's, uh, he sold me. It's very interesting. <laughs> that, that's, that's the first time I've heard that answer on Dope Hangouts. All right, we, we're gonna take we got we gotta take a deep dive into that later. <laughs> all right, all right. Show number five. Hot and dumb or ugly and smart? Uh, ugly and smart, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I think smart is uh, there's a certain amount of hotness to that. So. Okay, you are you are a good human being, sir. I don't know about the atheist part. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. This last one, uh, I definitely want you to 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 give us a little bit of insight on your answer. Um, this is, would you, would Dan Hugo rather end world hunger or find the cure for cancer? Tell us your answer and why. Wow. Mm -hmm. I think, I think mm -hmm. world, okay. World hunger is a tricky one. Cancer. Hmm. Okay. So ending world hunger is a huge logistics problem, but it is a solvable problem. Okay. So Very that, true. that comes down to how do we. So that's that's a problem we could solve today. True that. Yeah, so, we, we, curing we, we, we could feed we could feed the world if we really wanted so, to. So the question is, do I need to do that, or is it more of a question of motivating the right number of people with the right resources and connections to do it? So, but it, so if I had the power to cure cancer, and so curing cancer is a lot more of a, of a scientific problem. Yeah, so if I could exactly. do that. That seems like it'd be the way to go. Do you believe there's a cure for cancer? Do you believe there already is? Yeah, there probably is. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a cure for a lot of things, but yeah. but, but we, they make money. The medical yes, pharmacists make money. Tremendous inequality in uh, we. They get public funding and private profits. So it's, did you know the guy who created opioid? Uh, I'm sorry, the guy who created oxycotton, that opioid. He also <laughs> invented the drug that you take to get over oxycotton withdrawals. So he's rolling. Is that the methadone dough right or something? Or? I, I have no idea. Yeah. But but what's your answer? Oh oh, so I I would uh, it, between those two, mm -hmm. if I could cure cancer, that seems like a much more you only difficult. One, you only get one choice. No, no, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> so I would cure cancer because that's a difficult uh, that's a difficult problem. That solving world hunger is a financial and logistics problem, but it could be solved today. Yeah. So so if I could uh, cure cancer, that's the harder problem. I like that answer. So that's all. That's I like all. that answer. Dan Hugo, ladies and gentlemen, he is definitely a smart man, on his job, on his purpose. He's ready to, to, to definitely connect with you guys and bring you to the food, bring the food trucks to you if necessary, and definitely collab with all you food truck vendors out there. And, and, and Dan Hugo, go ahead and take the floor, man. Tell them where to find you on social media and tell them real quick what you got planned 
for foodtruckyp.com and the app. So, so there's food truck YP, fair truck, F A I R E, as in a maker fair or a renaissance fair, if you will. Uh, and then food tent and fair tent. So, it's essentially focused on movable tents and mobile trucks. And it's just a question of sort of what you encounter when you go to an event. Like, oh, there's tents over there and trucks over there and tent- trailers and carts. The idea is uh, through social media. So I'm on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Pinterest, and uh, YouTube coming soon. I got to set those up. And as well, I publish on Medium and Tumblr. So all the photos and and the articles about things end up in those places. And they all come together in the middle at ftyp.co. So the idea is these four websites I have will be the sort of, if you're looking for a tent, you're going to go to Food Tent or Fair Tent. I was at a, at a First Friday, and I saw this tent, and they were selling bath bombs. Where would I look? Okay, you're going to start there. But the vendors and the hosts and the organizers are going to work at that center platform where all the, the data is to schedule, to book different vendors, to arrange menus, to capture market analytics data, to publish things. So the application hub is in the middle at 2ip.co, which also has a Twitter account and all the other social media. But if you start with Food Truck YP, or, or uh, that's probably the best place to start. Why not? Um, but they all interconnect. And so they're all one big happy family to try to work with different types of vendors, different types of events, hosts, organizers. Awesome. And, and the social media is about outreach. And as I tell people, I go where the customers are. So I'm trying to provide as many different ways to get information as possible rather than having you come to me. There's no app to install. So as I say, when you arrive at the website, you are already using it. There is no additional step. There's no privacy or battery issues. I'm not tracking your location. So the only locations I'm really tracking would be the vendors, which that's for business. But I'm not really interested in where you are. I'm interested in where you were willing to go for food trucks. So if you go 20 miles for a food truck, that's interesting. But I don't want to know where you live or where you hang out. So it's really about privacy, security, battery life. Practicality. So I'm trying to implement this in a, in a smart way that doesn't give the customer, you as a customer, extra work. So my customers have to work with you as easily as possible, reduce that friction. So I'm trying to get out as far and wide as possible and deliver a really high-quality, high-value product for almost nothing. Crazy. <laughs> well, it's going to happen, man. We're all on our purpose, man, and definitely it's going to happen for you. You've been on the grind for a very long time since I met you, man. Pitched to me, so... Speaking of battery life, man, let's go ahead and wrap this up before my battery goes down. And definitely check us out at www.moreofeverythingmedia.com, Instagram and Twitter at M-O-E-X Media, and the YouTube channel, which you should already be on right now. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Shout out to Dan Hugo for coming through. Shout out to GA Foodie Fest. I said it right. And shout out to Oasis Cannabis Community Center, Oasis Cannabis. Check them out, man. If you're in Las Vegas area, definitely come by. Get yourself some flour. Personally, I love the flower. If you're into edibles and oils, do that thing, man. I go by the name of Simo, and which I should have said. But I go by the name of Simo. Now you know who I am, and I represent more of everything media. Holla at us, and we'll holla back at you. Post production, take us out.